Welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast, where your host, Isabel Ross, interviews experts and athletes in the field of endurance sports. Isabel Ross is a three-time Australian long-distance mountain running representative at the World Championships with a best finishing place of 10th female. Twice Australian trail champion, she has won the six-foot track marathon, run a sub-three-hour marathon, and won a 24-hour track race overall with a distance of 198.7 kilometers, as well as competing in and winning grueling ultramarathons in rugged, mountainous terrain. Isabel has raced all over the world, including participating in the notorious Barkley Marathons. Isabel is an Australian and USA-accredited endurance coach working with athletes of all levels and is a certified UESCA ultra running coach. She's also a personal trainer and podcast host. Are injuries or niggles ruining your enjoyment of running and hindering your performance? Get on top of these and see the specialists at Health and High Performance. Utilising the latest in technology and with a wealth of experience, the team at Health and High Performance can assist you with all of your running injury and performance needs. So to get back to enjoying your running and achieving the results you're capable of, head to www.healthhp.com.au forward slash run or find them on Instagram at healthhighperformance. Health and High Performance are located in Montalbert, Melbourne, but are available for telehealth appointments, not only Australia-wide, but also around the world. Contact them on their website to find out more. Wild Earth Australia are the online store to help you make the most out of the outdoors with top quality gear at a great price. Peak Endurance podcast listeners can use the discount code PEAKENDURANCE, in all capitals, to get 10% off at checkout. Head on over to wildearth.com.au to get everything you need for your next adventure. Welcome to the podcast. I cannot believe it's episode 100. I am so excited and proud to have made it this far. I never actually dreamed I would make it to this many. To celebrate, episode 100 is an interview with the person who was on my very first episode, Nikki Wind. Nikki and I have been friends for many years and was kind enough to be my first ever guest and help me thus get the podcast started. I always love chatting with Nikki, no matter what the occasion, and this episode is no different. I really hope you enjoy our very relaxed chat about running and life. And if you do enjoy this episode, please go on over to Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you listen on to rate, review and subscribe. It really helps grow the audience and helps me get lots of different people on the show. Thank you so much for your ongoing support. If you are looking to challenge your limits, you need to have structured, individualised training to help you get there. If you want to achieve your best, email me, isabel at peakendurancecoaching.com.au to get a program started. Now, before the main interview, I have a little uh, voiceover from Troy from Spring Energy, who is coming on to tell us about some of the amazing gels, which I really loved, I, as you would know if you've seen my Instagram stories, from Spring Energy. So enjoy that and also the interview with Nikki. And of course, you can also go over to YouTube to my channel to see the video of our chat, which is a bit of fun too. All right, so there you go. Lots to look for and listen to. Have a great day. Hi, Isabel. Um, Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, It's really great to be able to showcase the Spring Energy products to your listeners. And uh, as you're aware, um, 
it, it's a great product that is much different to the other um, nutrition products on the market. So let me just give you a bit of an introduction to Spring Energy. Um, first off, uh, we do know that if you do fuel with real fuel, uh, real food during your endurance events, there's a lower prevalence of stomach issues. And so with that in mind, the Spring Energy products were developed. Um, it's a balance of, of different energy sources. So it's a diversified energy source, anything from simple carbohydrates to complex carbohydrates, and then to fats and even some proteins and micronutrients that comes through um, the consumption of real foods. Um, Spring Energy products have minimized the use of sugars or simple carbohydrates, uh, and they do so through the use of honey or maple syrup. And, um, and they taste, like as you know, they taste amazing. So we just know that, that fueling with real food is the, the best way, the healthiest way, the most effective way of being able to manage nutrition during a, an endurance event. And so that's why uh, we have Spring Energy products now on the market. So today I wanted to quickly tell you a little bit about the, um, the two varieties that I've still got in stock at the moment until the next order arrives. And they are the Speednut varieties. Um, the original one, which was the Speednut with caffeine. And then the one that's been the follow-up for that because of the popularity of the first one is the Speednut with hemp oil. Um, so this is the non-caffeinated variety, okay? So the main ingredients, People often ask me, well, what flavor is, is the spring product that, that I'm using? And um, the simple answer is it's the flavor of the products that actually ma it's made up of. So in this case, blackberries, raspberries, and strawberries are the main three ingredients. We then have rice, uh, we have some uh, maple syrup, banana, coconut oil, um, some coconut butter, some cashews, almonds, hazelnuts, some cocoa, some cinnamon, and then in this one, there's a little bit of caffeine thrown in, the 50 milligrams per one of these serves, and also a little tiny bit of mint in there. For the hemp oil, same sort of, a, same um, base products that it's made up of. However, with a, with a small amount of hemp oil for some of the fatty acids that we need later on in an endurance event, and uh, without the caffeine. So um, these were developed in conjunction with uh, an ultra runner in the US, Cody Reed. And um, I think, um, like a lot of us, we, we go through a lot of trial and error and Cody during a Western States endurance run really needed something that was going to help him push through those last 40 kilometers of that event. Um, when you just think about it, you're gonna be so fatigued and, and um, it's been a long day. And to be able to have some caffeine, to be able to have some diversified energy sources, not just simple carbs, but also complex carbs and the fats helped him get through those, those races and those events. Um, so again, thanks for having us on, uh, myspringenergy.com.au for these products, and uh, we'll talk to you uh, in coming episodes about some of the other products that we have. All right, thanks, Isabel. Hi, Nikki, and welcome to the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thanks for having me. Now, um, this is episode 100, and I thought we would celebrate with a bottle of champagne. And I thought I would have you on because you are my first interviewer, interviewee ever. So, and that was August 2019, which oh, was a wow. long time ago, wasn't it? I can't believe it's that long ago. And yeah, that, it was a thrill for me. You asking me to be your first person. So I'm glad I can come back and share a bottle of champagne Another, because we were drinking then. Yes. Not that that's all we do, but <laughs> that's all we do. Um, and I do recall I had questions for you and everything and, and we did the podcast and, 
And I was like, wow, that was really long and that was really good. And how awesome was that? And it felt like it went for a long time. It went for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was just because I was so nervous it seemed yeah. to go forever. Um, but you you were awesome and everybody loved it. So I thought, get you back on, celebrate, yeah. talk about what we've done, um, and which is probably pretty much nothing. So I sort of got this ready because I'm not very good at opening okay, the champagne. You do. So I'll open it now. You ready? Go for it. And I just want to say thanks for having me back. And I've Ooh, actually really go. enjoyed listening to your podcast, um, some of the information, the people, like, you know, I've got so much out of them and I've enjoyed listening to them. It's such a great variety of, you know, overseas, local people, informative and, you know, just hearing about what others have um, been doing and their journeys well, thank along you the so way. much. I really appreciate that. Mm. And that's why, you know, like people are interested in you and, and you know, like I, uh, I was saying to you earlier, a lot of the people I interviewed actually know you. So it's it's, it's great to fulfill the circle finish the circle whatever it is i don't know cheers, oh, cheers. notice how mm. she puts more in hers than mine oh, did i yep you did <laughs> that's damn i've been caught out <laughs> mm. that's good that's, yeah, that, that makes good. for great radio drinking yes, champagne <laughs> or great nice podcasting. it is and um because i pre-chilled the glasses in the freezer mm. as you should uh so here we are again and we want to talk about well, how life has been for you since back in 2019 when we had hope for it, 2020 mm. race calendar and life was good and basically life's been pretty sucky. Yeah. So yeah. so let's talk about after around August, did you do anything towards the end of 2019 anyway? I, I'm pretty sure I think we arrived with the Australian team, went to the 24-hour world champs in oh, France. So that's right. Yeah, uh -huh. so, so that which looking back now I'm like I'm so grateful we, I went on that trip I got to travel I went to you know Spain went mm -hmm. to France um where else did I go that might have been it's Spain and France but you know had a really great trip it was such a memorable time and um you know I didn't have the race I wanted but still it was great to be part of the Australian team and I think I took a lot away from that race and I think if you come you know if you go to the races and come back and you know things that don't go to plan you can then look at changing and put into place for your next run you do and then in going into 2020 I feel like I made some changes that helped me moving forward so yeah you say the race didn't go to plan and I mean that's the way it is with racing is sometimes the race falls on a day where everything mm -hmm. is awesome and sometimes it falls on a day where nothing is awesome. Yep. So talk to us what happened. What, in what way did it not go to plan? Well, I think, you know, too, I go like that's, I think for everyone, that's ultra running for you that, mm -hmm. you know, you can do the same nutrition, same taper, same training, same everything, and you can have a fantastic run. And then the next time, I think for me, um, you know, I felt like I'd done the training I had a lot of stomach issues early, so I did struggle with um, stomach issues. I couldn't keep any food down, which is a bit of a common thing for me. Um, you know, one thing I was proud of, I had said to myself that I was going to stay out there 24 hours. So I did stay out there for 24 so hours. So you didn't sleep at all? Didn't sleep, didn't Good. stop. I yeah. walked. I actually did go to the medical tent to get checked out, and they basically said to me, the only way really for that, my stomach and everything was just to stop. And I was like, yeah. I'm not going to stop. I just want to keep moving. And I think, you know, I ended up with about 185 Ks, which isn't disastrous, but I was hoping to sort of go, you know, 210 plus. So, yeah. 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 And look, sometimes it just doesn't turn out the way you want. And I think it's good 
for people to hear so an elite athlete like yourself who's managed who manages to turn it around and be positive about it and doesn't sit there going oh I had you know and mm. getting depressed about mm. it and letting that affect your future running yeah because well that, that's pointless isn't it yeah and I think you just have to you know I always go into a race and take what worked what didn't work and you know I think my training worked and you know I have had a lot of issues with stomach issues so I've been trying to get that right and you know and I think it motivates you so you know all my plans then went into 2020 and you know to have a successful 24 hour and it really made me hungry and motivated to have a good race you know after that yeah. too yeah yeah and that's um and that's fair enough. And, and I think if we can use the not so good races as motivation, that definitely. Mm, yeah, because we all have bad races and, yeah. you know, it doesn't define who we are as people. No. And, you know, I actually look back and I had such a great trip. And, you know, especially now that we've come out of, you know, been in lockdown, come out of lockdown that I go, we're not traveling anywhere. So I'm just yeah. so grateful I got to travel to the other side of the world and yeah. even hearing, you know, Barcelona being in lockdown and France and thinking like we were there not that long ago. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I was mid-sip. <laughs> Don't expect me to talk when I'm drinking. Um, yeah, and I, I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit the same, but I almost find that having travelled just makes me so desperate to go again. Mm. I'm really, I don't know about you, but I'm really feeling affected by not being able to travel and it's not just about the racing for me it's about <clears throat> seeing my friends in Canada mm. or seeing my family in Europe so but I just and it's just about traveling I, mm. I think I'm addicted to traveling yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> it's hard you know I suppose I'm grateful that we got to got to experience that yes. trip and yeah it's like who know who knows and I think that's what the scary part is it's like there's no guarantees even this year that we'll be traveling I mean the international and... travel ban is meant to be lifted middle of March mm. but I don't like the chances of that happening yeah yep. I think yeah we'll be I mean I'm planning to get to the states by September mm. so fingers crossed yeah that but, but we'll see then. we'll see yeah. you know for for a race the Barclay Fall Classic yeah. but if not I'm, I'm hoping that I could at least get to Canada to visit my mm. friends yeah um so what plans did you originally have for 2020 that were oh, dash so the races I did do were I did hut to hut the 100k That's which right was Feb last year. So, and that for me was just totally doing something. I, I tend to do road track yeah. races. So just totally doing something different. And to me, it was And that a lot was affected too by the bushfires, yes, wasn't it? Correct. It wasn't the standard course. And there we were thinking, oh my God, the bushfires were the worst thing that could mm -hmm. ever possibly happen. And yeah. they were, they were bad. Don't get me wrong. Yep. But holy moly, we didn't know what we were in yeah. for. Yeah, and I think that that was mid-Feb. So it probably mm. wasn't that long before COVID hit. And then... I had Coburg 24-hour planned and then obviously that didn't go ahead. I had Last Man Standing in Brisbane. That didn't go ahead. I had um, Australian 24-hour in Canberra, which was sort of really touch and go. And then um, I think a week before that was due to happen was when we went into that stage four lockdown. So the flip side of that was I did get to do a virtual 24, which took a lot of planning and a lot of effort, but, you know, had a really good run and it was good just to even get on the track and do that. Yeah, and it would have given you something to look forward to mm. as much as you can for a 24-hour track race, um, but something to work towards and yeah. have. Yeah, and, you know, it's hard because I go you train like like a lot of people you train for an yep. event and it's like you can't keep training and peaking training and peaking no, and right. you know I like to train race have a recovery and yep. then sort of build again for my next race so 
that that going ahead was really good because I felt like I'd trained hard and, and probably I was lucky that with COVID I actually got to spend more time training and yeah, that's working true. from home I just had that little bit more time that I could factor in you know my training around my work day and you know there was no sport after school for my son and bits <laughs> and pieces so I was like for me I actually have to say like COVID wasn't that bad so <laughs> yeah, I and you know and, and there's nothing wrong with saying that because we all have different experiences of the same event and it's not always negative for everyone. And, and in as much as it was quite negative for me, it wasn't all negative. Mm. Um, and sorry, how many kilometres did you end up with that one? 209. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I agree with you about the peaking and, and then recovering because what I certainly find for 2020 was, you know, I'd been getting ready for Barclay and then I kind of had a little bit of a rest, but not really. I didn't end mm. up racing. So I kind of have trained the whole yep. year with no peak, but mm. thus no recovery yep. Yep. and no break. And, and I think the breaks are not just good physically, but mm. also mentally yes. to have a break from running. Definitely. And, and I find for me, probably it's not so much the physical, it's the mental because mm. so much preparation and time yep. and effort and planning and, you know, like it's a day in, day out almost, you know, 24 7 you're living your training your lifestyle yeah. is running and, yeah. and that's what it is and I go like you get to the point of going like I know for me it's like I need a break from this you know yeah. I go because you can't keep doing it and no. you know whether it's I want to stay up late and have a few drinks or no do, I do that anyway <laughs> <laughs> you do you know you need that downtime and that's yeah. why I think you know when you race you actually look forward to oh, that yeah. downtime and uh, I look living. forward to just not yeah. running or not yeah having a plan per exactly. se and yeah even if it's just you know I know we've gone out hiking and yeah. let's go for a hike and yeah. go for a walk and just do different stuff because I go it's just that strict routine of a training plan that yeah. is nice not to have to do it is mm. and and I, I certainly for myself find I didn't do that and I got really burnt out mm. just before Christmas yeah myself yeah. and I yeah. was just over it and I just did some cycling for a yeah. week yeah <clears throat> um and in saying that, I just got a friend of mine. He's just fixed my bike. Mm -hmm. It's ready to go, and I'm going to pick it up. And, nice. and um, I'm going to do a little bit more mountain yeah. biking just yep. to just to break up the running yeah. bit because yep. once again, I haven't had a break. Yeah, but no. after my FKT, I will. Yep. So, um, so you did that track race, mm -hmm. and and you did that under lockdown, but with all legality because you ticked all the boxes. Yes, and made sure it was 100% legal and. Um, the police even visited a couple of times to make sure yep. everything was legit and yep. they were happy, weren't they? Yeah, so so obviously um, it was during stage three lockdown. So we had um, received information in regards to like, you know, if you elite sports people still been out of, you know, train. So, yep. you know, and to, if you'd represented your country at a national level, you were considered elite. So, we you know, we ticked all the boxes, um, you know, like, and as far as the race, we were part of Matt's race in Canberra. We had like official timing. We had GoPro for 24 hours. We had, you know, like lap scorers. So we actually had people sitting there for 24 hours manually counting every oh, wow. single lap. Oh, God, what a horrible job. Imagine I doing, know. What was that, 99 or 100? I can't remember. <laughs> and it was freezing cold oh, and, you know, and, on. yes, the police came twice and they saw it was all above board and were fine. And, yeah. and I think, too, like... I felt lucky that I go, I was able to be there. I was doing what I love. Yeah. Um, and, and then when the police come, I'm like thinking, please don't stop this. Like I just wanted to get it done. And yeah, like yeah. even going back to my race 
in France that didn't go to plan, it really motivated me to have a really good run. And, you know, we had no crowd, no people watching. Like it was just John Yoon and myself out there on the track three in the morning, just doing it for ourselves. (laughs) Sounds awesome. (laughs) No, it was fun. It was was good. Yeah, Yeah. it was good. Yeah, actually, I can imagine like, you know, as... I know a lot of people say, how can you do run around a track? And I've mm. only done one 24-hour, but I do mm. actually yeah. see the appeal. Mm. I truly do. So anything else? Did you do anything else? Did you do uh, any, um, you know, running around your backyard or your kitchen table? That is one Not thing. Not 6,000 no. laps to your kitchen table, Nikki. I'm a bit disappointed. You will never, <laughs> ever catch that. No, one thing no, I say to me. Shoot me now because yeah. I go, nah. nah. I'm like, yeah, I love running around a 400-metre track, but... That's small enough. Yes. I'm not going to run around my backyard. Um, You know, even when we had the one hour a day, you know, like I just went, it is what it is. I'll do my one hour a day. And and even I saw that as a bit of a chance to, you know, take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Sort of rest up. And um, yes, I didn't do anything crazy. Um, I'm trying to think if I did any virtual. I don't even think I did any virtual races, To be honest, I I did the hocker one at the start of the first lockdown. But after that, I just was like, yeah, you know, I just couldn't be asked, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, yeah. So you know, that was, was yeah. And um, and then in December we went to the prom, so that was That's awesome. Right. That was so, awesome. So that was like my second real mm. race for mm. the year, which you know, I mean, we had a great weekend, and I think it was like, oh my god, we're finally out of lockdown, and we can travel, we can yeah. run, we're with our friends, and it was just so good being part of the community again. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have the best race because my calf was mm. yeah. bloody killing me. Um, <clears throat> But um, it mm-hmm. was just so good to see people. Yeah. And it was such a glorious day in the sun and the sea. Yeah. and Yeah, it was. And just, yeah. yeah, catching up with people we hadn't seen all year. Yeah. And I think everyone felt the same. Just, yeah. oh, I loved it. Like I just go, I soaked up so much of just being out there and the prom such a beautiful place. It is, it is. Yeah, it was It was really good. Yeah, no, I, I do agree. So, <clears throat> um, and then, of course, we swept at two bays. We did, which was fun as always. As always. Yeah. Love that. That was great. What I really love, and, and I find the next day when I went into work, you know, and I work as a PT, so I've got to call out to people, I'd lost my voice okay. <laughs> from cheering at, at two yeah. bays because yeah. we would be sweeping and running and people would be running towards us. We'd be sweeping their backs and on the return of other people and we'd be cheering because we could mm. see their names on their bibs. And, oh, yeah. And it was so much fun and they'd always get a front and we said, no it's such a fun yeah. like I can't even tell how many years I've swept now but I just go the atmosphere the people and once again I go it was a yeah. races on like yes. people are running and happy and yeah. miserable but and, happy and, and you know I go that's a running community for you I yeah. think everyone was just so wrapped to be back out there running yeah. and supporting each other and yeah it was a really really fun day it was an awesome day mm. and um I have to admit one thing when I was in Canada, like, you know, I was happy to be in Canada, but I do remember at the time spewing that I couldn't help sweep with two bays. <laughs> that was really the only thing I missed. Well, you know, there is like a wait list to get on that sweep team. Oh, so, it's, it's, yeah. it's exclusive, it is, isn't it? Exactly. Very That's exclusive. right. We're very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's enough of us. So honestly, we don't need more, do we? But um, it's always good fun and everyone's such a yeah. such a great bunch. It is. There. It's an awesome day. Yeah. So um, now going into this year, you had plans to, oh, my God, you had plans. Yeah, well. Million plans. I, Tell I, us about the million plans and all the race entries you've lost and the flights oh, and accommodation and so all that other jazz. I think I've got to the Do point Do you need more, more alcohol I'm to get through this? I think <laughs> I might need to open another bottle. I think so. 
Yeah, so well, I so my goal race for this year was Delirious West. So that that's was, a two hundred miler. Yep. So three hundred and fifty k point on to the point. trails, not your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I know. So I was stepping out of my comfort zone, Good doing something different. Yeah. So from Northcliffe to Albany. Um, so you know, and I've 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 like trained you know trained really hard. I thought I was having you know I had a really good block of training, and you know it was always going to be touch and go because the Perth borders. Oh my closed. god, they open and close on the wind. Yeah, so um, the, the race tenth of, of Feb, and I think yeah. it was like a week before, um, or it was actually the Friday before. They said, "Beauty, the borders are open." So mm. the, the craziest thing was had flights cancelled, flights borders open rebook flights then the next day they went back into lockdown so yeah yeah. so so that and then because of they had a five-day lockdown yeah they um ended up um cancelling the race so so postponing it it? yeah so once that was sort of out of our control it was like well this isn't going to go ahead so I've deferred my entry to next year because I they so have, you're not going to do the October version no so I've actually signed up to do six day race in Adelaide in say a similar time so yeah. I thought you know what I'll just roll it over to next year because yeah. I'm keen to do the course and yeah yeah so we'll go with that I'm, I'm to be honest I'm a little surprised that you're in a good way that you're wanting to take on 200 miles of trails because mm. when, when I first met you, you were a trail runner. I know, I know. Nikki would, was a very good trail runner. Not that you're not, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's okay, you can say that. <laughs> I know I'm not. It's okay. Well, you do get a little bit nervous. I know, it's okay. And, and you get more nervous when I go, no, no, run really fast down this hill and then I trip and <laughs> Superman off down the trail. And I'm like, that's why I don't run fast. <laughs> and I'm like, it's only blood. Um <laughs> No, uh, you, you're not mad keen on the trails anymore because you have spent a lot of time yeah. on the track. Mm-hmm. So what has made you want to get back onto the trails? I just... It's yeah. to run with me, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, and to train with you. <laughs> That's and right. Good excuse to get out and train. Yes. I don't know. Like, I just think to do something different. And, mm. you know, I've spoken to people who've done that race and they just say it's life-changing. It's amazing. Oh, really? Life-changing? And, mm. I might have to do it. Yeah. See what changes so, occur. And I did hear it is sort of fire trail. It's not super technical. Yeah, yeah, so not, I think yes. I think it will sort of probably spare It's no GSER yeah, trails. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's no massive elevation or anything. Yeah. So I just sort of In thought saying something that, you're different. you're really good at hills. Yeah. You are so, good at hills. Yeah. So I just thought something different. But in saying that, because it delirious didn't go ahead, I have signed up for Canberra 48 hour. Oh, so Lord. so back on the track in six weeks. Yeah. So now I will shift my trail delirious training to yeah. um, more of a track flat, track road, um, you know, yeah. so that's only six weeks away. So yeah. that's what I'm training for at the moment. That's good. Well, um, mm-hmm. I would come out and train on the track as you, but I'm training for something different. Okay, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, we used to um train on the track together yeah. and we used to have so yeah. much fun. We do a 60k. We mm-hmm. did once remember the night run and then we went to the pancake parlor at about two in the morning. We did. After um and, and we were training at Knox Track. And there was a party going on yes. at someone's house. <laughs> and every time you'd come around, you'd hear them all drinking. And I'm thinking, why the f- heck am I not? I almost swore. Mm. Why the heck am I not at that party drinking? Instead, I'm running around this bloody track. track. Yeah, I, I don't know. I find it's weird. But I go, mm. I do find the track. I do. 
it's like yes. it's therapeutic and I go, I can put my headphones on. I don't have to watch my feet. I don't have yeah. to carry a pack. I can yeah. zone out. I, I, and... I, to be honest, and that's, I love it because, I, pardon me, I can't trip over. Sorry, mm-hmm. the champagne's a bit bubbly. <laughs> I, don't, I can't trip over, although knowing me, I probably could. But I can't trip over. I can't get lost. Yeah, I can't lose exactly. my crew. That's right. I can't get that that fear when you haven't seen a, a ribbon for a while going, yeah. oh, my God, where am I going? You can, what am you I can just zone you out. Can zone and out. there's always just, stuff. Going one on. foot after the other. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, and I always say to everyone, you should at least do one 24 hour. Yeah. I and it's different to a six or a 12 hour, work, can I say? Exactly. I've done a six hour and that was too hard because you've got to run so That's hard. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like flat stick from the start. Where if yeah. 24, you can run, you can walk, you can yeah. stop, you can Because even sleep. a 12 hour is a little bit is a little bit faster. Yeah, exactly. And you don't get the full range of going from day to night mm-hmm. to day. So I think the 24 hour, 48 hour, I'm Imagine not 48, no, you get to experience twice of that. Yeah, no, I'm all good with that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I probably should do one because I'm my you FKT. Yeah. I want it to go for, well, it's probably going to go for 60 hours. So maybe yeah. one day I will give it a crack. Why not? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, I mean, I want to give another 24 hour go because I got 198.7 kilometres and I would have loved to have. Yeah. kilometers off 200 Mm -hmm. how devastating yeah um so yeah but um there's just so many races Mm. and so many things to do and I think it's hard though at the moment because I go I just feel you know every time you sign even Canberra like I go is it going to go ahead exactly and then I go you train and you know it's been nice I've I have had a bit of an easy week but I go now it's like all systems to go for Canberra. Then it's like, is it going to go ahead? And, you know. Have you heard about Canberra having any lockdowns? Like no. Any? So we, we can still travel there. So. But what? Anyway, don't get yeah, me started on so why anyway, we yeah. So, yeah. So fingers crossed, I go, it goes ahead. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, like, um, I think we just have to wait and see what happens and how the rest yeah. of the year pans out. And, and um. Are you planning still to do the six day in Adelaide? Yep. Yep. So because if forty eight hours isn't long enough, we've got to go. For <laughs> we'll six go six days. days. Why not? So do you sleep much during that? Look, I think the plan would be sleep like a, not all night, but maybe like four hours a night. Like I think you can't go six days without sleep. No, no, God, no. And I think you need to sleep when it's dark, like yes. in your yes. normal sleep patterns. Yeah. You know. So is it like that one, that transcendence one in New York? where you have to be off the course from, no no nah. so you, you sleep when you like so you could go yeah the whole time if you want you to. could like if you didn't want to sleep you could go the whole time but i just think i don't think that would be yeah. possible and i think it's going to catch up with you mm-hmm. end. And, yeah. and i think too you know even if you go, i'm going to have four hours sleep a night and i think yeah. try and sleep whether that's midnight till 4 a.m or yeah. you know and so would you do it like with um you taught me with the 24-hour track racing was to start walking from the yep. beginning yep. which was embarrassing for me at first <laughs> but you know i ended up winning so clearly it worked yeah so would you sleep the first night yeah i reckon i, yep. I mean that's what i'm thinking you should should yeah, and that's what because I always think you don't need to sleep the last night no because the last go, night is the night you can yes, do the night that's right but I reckon there'd be many people that go oh, I'm not going to yep. sleep until the third night and yep. then they're screwed and exactly so I think from the start you know yep. I've got some friends Stephen Redfern very yep. good you know experienced runner John Yoon so you know we talk strategies and you know we've talked about potentially going this is the target kilometers I want to hit yeah. per day yeah. once I hit that I then sleep yes you know okay. so what and if then, you don't hit that well look I think the targets obviously early doors are 
pretty you'd go you'd yeah. you should better hit them in 24 hours like can can i ask oh that? you know like 130 140 oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah like we're yeah, not talking yeah. 200 so no. you know and that sort of thing you know so then once you hit that target, you then go, well, that's my sleep. And then you reset every day. So yes. you treat it as six 24-hour races. I like that. Yeah. And 130, around 130, is a manageable distance yeah. because you can't go at the same pace no. that you would go a normal 24-hour when you're going for yeah. six days. I really think it's going to be like run, walk, run, walk, run, walk. Like yeah. just, you know, whether you're running five minutes, walking, run, walking five minutes. Like it's just, I think you just got to keep moving yeah. and, you know, get to your target. Obviously the guys have a high target yeah and then you go you know i get to have my sleep then and you know too like even we said you could you could bank the first two days together and have eight hours so yeah. you might sort of go you know it might take you 20 hours but then you could have like a big oh sleep. yeah yeah fair point yeah. Yeah, yeah and then and then like we said the last night you know you're not going to sleep like i think you're yeah. going to go you just you'll be on adrenaline yeah, and, and it's one night left exactly and, so yeah. you sort of feel like then but i think you need to bank that sleep till yeah. then because yeah. i think if you don't like it's could be pretty ugly so before say a 24 hour or a 48 hour the week or two before are you banking sleep then um i just try to make sure i'm in bed early i get a really good sleep you know like yeah. i really probably at least a week before i sort of you know getting into bed early sleeping in you're obviously not training as much so you know like say if i get up and run early i might be able to get up at seven and run you know yeah, so yeah. so i really try to have a really good week of just really you know good sleep sleeping in yeah um because you never sleep well the night before i go that's yeah. a given for any race see, see i don't have too much time oh, most I, times most i time. never sleep well yeah. so i sort of go as long as i and you know I go, i'm pretty lucky like i feel i'm okay like i've done my 48 hours with no sleep God. so i think i'm okay yeah. but i think you need to be i think even just well rested like get off yeah. your feet feet up you know yeah. eating really good food hydrated and all those little things come into it as well as the sleep so it's sort of everything yeah, yeah. i mean before gsi which i did it was 44 hours so fairly mm. similar yeah i, I did much yep. the same yeah yeah i just tried to just not set an alarm for getting up just yep. wake yeah. up when i wake up yep. and i yep. think all that it's just like being in that really well rested yep. state makes yep. a difference you know yep. and your hydration and food and yep. everything you know and really good advice yeah, yeah yeah set yourself up you know and i always think too like carb low like set yourself up the best possible yeah so a lot of people don't talk about um carb loading they say it's not what what to do anymore are you a believer in carb loading like for me i go i i don't eat a lot like probably my day today i'm not a big carb eater but i believe leading into a race that if your stores are full, I go, I don't eat yep. carbs for five days leading into a race, but the last couple of days I do. Oh, so you cut back on carbs and then you load up. Yeah. 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 You know, and I find, you know, like say my race was Saturday, Thursday, I just like tend to stuff myself. Yes. But yep. then Friday I tend to just eat oh my God, normal. You are exactly the same as me. Yep. That is what I do. And I believe in yep. carb loading. I do too. And it's fallen out of favour, but mm. I think people don't want to be seen to be doing something that's that, that I don't know I don't understand why people are against mm. carbs yeah no well I I go you know what I believe in it I believe yeah. it works for me and then I yes. go if you start you know your carbs are, your 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 energy levels are full and your yep. carb stores are high then yeah. you know you then sort of need to top up you're not trying to catch up so yeah, yeah no I, I'm, I totally I'm always yeah being a big and, and I find um like a couple of races where I really carb loaded 
like a lot. Like I was experimenting, mm. like can't load a bit but, and can't load a lot and really ate till I was full. Mm. I had my best races. Yeah, yeah, you, you do. I, I agree. Like I've done the same and I think you want to hit that start line feeling your best, like the most energy. And, yes. You know, and even it's interesting, John Yoon, who's a very accomplished runner and 24-hour yeah. runner, he actually has said to me, because he was going to Delirious West with me, he actually wanted to be a few kilos heavier than normal. Because he goes over that race, that was going to be like 70 hours yeah, of running. Yeah. He actually oh. went in there going, I want to be two or three kilos heavier than my normal weight yeah. because I'm just going to burn that off. And, and that and is I so true. And I think that true. makes sense. Yeah. It does make sense. It. And also when you've got all those carbs in you, you're actually um, storing a lot more water, mm -hmm. which you're going to need. Yep. You know, yep. I know it sounds ridiculous. We're not camels, mm. but um, it still yeah. does help. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree. So. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And do you caffeine deplete? No. no, I love my coffee. I couldn't survive without yeah. my coffee, but I'm a I've big... tried, but it doesn't, no. it, it, um, it's, I'm miserable. Yeah. But I still, you know, I, I'm a big believer, even during a race, like I try to hold off on coffee yeah. during the 24 and that's like a reward or a bit of a treat to me. So yeah. I'll try to get through to like, you know, midnight, one or two in the morning. And then it's like, I get to have my coffee Yeah. and it's like, you know, get to there. And then it's a, yeah, it's a reward for getting yeah. that far. And I really look forward to it. And then I sort of keep on the caffeine and yeah, yeah, I love it. So I always look forward to Do it. Do you ever find um, any adverse effects from caffeine? No, I can't say I Caffeine do. consumption? Oh, no, I no, do. No, 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 I actually touch wood. Yeah. No, no. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, there's only so much caffeine I yeah. can have and then my body rejects it. Yeah. No, I find like I go, God, some races, I go between iced coffee, you know, coffee, yeah. hot oh, coffee, oh. no dose, coke. Oh, wow. Like, oh, yeah. See, even on a normal day-to-day yeah. whatever I can only have three cups if I have more I get a migraine or not mm. a migraine I don't get migraines a headache yeah to me that my headache is a migraine yeah so if I drink even too much coffee just normally like one mm. sip more I get an instant okay. headache yeah but um so my limit is three cups so that's why I can't I remember yeah. one race gully that's a friend of ours mm -hmm. was um crewing me for alpine challenge I think it was my second time and I'd had so much caffeine with gels, my heart was palpitating wow, yeah, so yeah. bad because my body just doesn't cope yeah, with it. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I find um, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I know some races I go, I've struggled to eat and for whatever reason I've been sculling iced coffees to the point, probably because I'm thirsty, yeah. that I, I don't know Oh, how, and that's milk. I know, Ugh. but I go, I've sculled them and they go down so well. And really? it's like I've lived on, yeah, just finished the race on well, cold iced coffee. That. Um, it's the sugar, yeah. caffeine, protein, protein, carbs, carbs, yeah. some fat. I'm assuming yeah, you drink I'd full fat so. milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so it's got so everything good. you need. Mm -hmm. It's a pity I hate milk. Yeah, oh, but I tell you, I've, I have survived some races just having that. Yeah. And yeah, it's good. Yeah, mm. no, that that's, well, you know, give it a try, listeners. <laughs> you never know. That might work for you. And I'm sure some of them yeah. do try. Have you tried things like V or Monstra? No, I've, I've never been into the energy drinks. No, so, no. You, you know, like, honestly, when it comes to my nutrition, like, I don't always get it right, but I've got to the point of going, keep it simple, yeah. less is best. And, you know, and even now for a 24, I feel like I can survive on minimal. So I go, people, you don't need to be shoving food yes. and heaps of different food. It's not a picnic. It's not, you know, and I go, our bodies can survive 24 hours on minimal. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think the less complicated you keep it, the less stomach issues and stuff you're going to have. And, you know, in saying that with your milk, when I was racing in Canada when I did really well nutrition-wise, I was using like a protein drink. Mm -hmm. yep. um, 
and consuming more liquids. Liquids are way easier yeah. for the body to yep. handle yep. And than solid down. foods yep, and, and even easier than gels. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Because although I'm sure the um, iced coffee had lots mm. of sugar in it, mm. it wasn't just pure sugar like mm. a gel is. Yep, yep. There were other things. And I just find like it's easier to get it down, you yeah. know. Like And and I think too because sometimes you're so thirsty, yeah. you want something to quench your thirst and the milk really does quench your thirst. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's all all good. And you know what? People love to hear what elite athletes like yourself are doing. Sorry, the dogs just walked in. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, it's nearly his uh, dinner time. Um, and you know, it, it's it's interesting because you've learned a lot. You've how, how many years have you been racing? Oh, God. Okay, we're, we're not admitting you, you started when you were five. Okay, so how many years? <laughs> no, so <laughs> I, I think my first race was 2011. So that's 10 years. Wow. Yeah, 10 Is years. Is that all? Yeah, 2011 was my first race. Oh my race. God, so I've been racing longer than you. Yeah, so, so Marinda Dam. Marinda Dam was Marinda my first Dam race. Marinda Dam was my first trail race well, too. There you go. So yeah, 10 years, you know. But, but I was, it was before that. But I was a total like, really didn't run didn't know anything about yeah, no, no. i was yeah. the same yeah, yeah. i wasn't yeah. a runner i'd come from a mountain biking background yeah and i remember um doing the marina trail run the night before freaking out like whether i'd be in a lot of pain or not pushing hard <laughs> and um i yeah. ended up winning it Mm, there but, you um, go. Yeah. yeah. Was yours the 30K the first time? 50. Oh, my God. So you went straight yeah. to No, I did the 30. No, um, actually, I think it was 2010 because I think um, we did. I did Oxfam. Yeah, 2010, yeah. I think, was my first. So, yeah, I did Oxfam and that was like as a training run at Oxfam. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So. I think the first time I did the 50 was in 2012 and you were doing it too. You won and I came second. And it was the training race for me for UTA. Oh, okay. 100. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, Marinda Back Dan. on the trails. Yes. Yeah, and you beat me. I know. Well, I know. I used to run on the trails. That's so. right. You were good on the trails. I know. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. And, and that comes down to, <clears throat> once again, specific training. Mm. Yeah. So, you uh, race on track so you train yeah, specifically exactly. for track and, and it's like anything it's like when I don't ride the mountain bike for a while I lose my mountain biking mm. legs if you don't run yeah. on the trails yeah. why you use your lose your trail running it, capabilities it's, it's true bit. and you know and I suppose for me like I'm very specific so if I'm doing a track run not that I go and train on the track the whole time but no. I don't need to be up in the mountains I don't no. need to be on the trails and no. you know so it makes sense to do my training you know bike path, road, you know, track, whether yep. it's something like even the Warby Trail, like flat, straight, you know, yep. so that so you do lose your confidence when you don't get out on the trails much. So And that's mm -hmm. why, you know, probably delirious. I just thought it was a chance to have a break from those track and road races and do something different and, you know, try to get a bit of excitement and change my training up and everything. And I, I think that's really important because um, the body plateaus mm. and I think changing things up. Yep. You and know. it keeps it exciting, you know. It's yeah. exciting to do hills and hike and get my poles out and doing different things. You know, it's fun yeah. instead yeah. of running around a track as much as I love it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And look, even I race trail and mountain ultras, but I train on the road mm. a lot. Yeah. I yeah. really only do one to two runs a week mm. on the trails. Yeah. yeah, you know, all the rest is on the road because, as awesome as the trails are, you can't get you know mm. your speed working yeah exactly you can't keep your cadence as high yeah yep. you can't keep your legs and there's even time sometimes too you yes know? Like you know you even for me close to the trails yeah 
30 k's in the trails it takes yeah, a lot longer than yeah, 30 k's exactly. on the road. Yep, exactly. It's Sorry, true. that's champagne. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Mm. And so um, obviously uh, we're not probably going to be able to travel this year, you know. So are you hoping to keep being at an elite level for 24-hour track races, say, into 20? <gasps> What's the next year? 2022? 2020. Do you know what? It's funny because I go, honestly, probably not. Yeah. Like I go, um, like I love the 24-hour track races um, and I don't know, like I feel like I like to, I want to do some different things and yeah. different races and, you know, like I, I can't see there being any 24-hour world champs this year. Like no, they've been through Spain. No. So then that's going to be two years down the track and I go, do I really want to be focused on 24 hour then probably not so what would you do instead i don't know like i like i like training for fun you know and that's why i think these longer races and the trial races are more fun i know they're so when you say you like training for fun would you train to the level that you do if there were no races um let me think like i suppose at the moment i mean that question was kind of answered with lockdown last year <laughs> and i did continue training but that was with the hope of races coming I back i think i would keep training and I think I would keep running like at the moment you know I've got Canberra 48 yeah. hour I've I know got, but if suddenly you decided you didn't want to race look, anymore would you train I don't, 67 I, days a week no, still do you know what I think I would still do something every day yes. that might be a walk it might be a spin class it yeah. might be you know a run every second like I I love being active yes. I love being fit and healthy I don't think I would, you know, like I'm very regimented and I'm very Same, much, you yeah. know, like I follow a program, I stick to my program, I tick off my Ks per week and yeah. I like that because I like getting up in the morning knowing what I need to yeah. do. But then I also like it when, you know, I'm not training for something, I can do whatever I want. So if I wasn't racing for an, if I wasn't training for an event, I, I think I'd still keep fit. Do you know what? Healthy. I see us, Nikki, still in our 70s, still yeah, banging out the kilometres. <laughs> Hike in the hills. Hike in the hills. Too, and that's what I think. Like, and I think I'd do more fun stuff. Like, yeah. you know, hey, let's meet up. We'll go for a walk in the hills for an hour. Or, but we you know, we'll do, you know, for... you can do a hiking adventure. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, yeah. these multi day, mm -hmm. there's so much diversity mm -hmm. in trail and ultra running. And that's maybe why I think, you know, looking at delirious, something like delirious, I don't see that as com as competitive. And I So, would you have been gunning for the win? Well, I would have liked to have won. Yes, okay. So and, you would have been. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with admitting that. And, and I suppose, too, like when I race at the moment, like you go there to whether it's not win but place and get a yeah. really good result because I feel like you put the hard work into your training yeah. you want a good result. Yeah. And, you know, I go, but I think sometimes like those races, something like a delirious, like, you know, I was talking to Stephen Redburn about this and I go like, going to a 48 hour where you can get like an Australian title or a, you know, a world record, whereas a, a race like a delirious, you know, like yeah, yeah. it's just a, a run. You that know? Time, yeah. So I think with time, it's more about the experience and going yeah. out, like you say, doing those hiking and those, and they're more of an adventure. And yeah. I think as you get older, you leave that for the youngest to do the, <laughs> you know, the I know I, and, I know I have to, I mean, I'm sort of thinking more, oh, I just, an adventure. Yeah, I want yeah. adventures. And, and that's how I feel you know. like, you know, like even when we did our regain yeah. last year, I go, that was no, such it was, a fun it was 2019. Day. Was that 2019? Yeah, because oh like, we've okay. 2020 off okay, the memory 2019, events. but yeah. I go, that to me was, yeah. I go, that's what I love doing. Yeah. Like it's the friendships, it's 
the experience of the fun. There's no pressure. And I go, yeah. you know, I think you get to a point of going, that's what's enjoyable. Yeah. You know, instead of the pressure of, and I think sometimes it's other people's expectation of they expect you to get a result. Yes, I know. Want to get I, that I, I find that hard sometimes going mm-hmm. into races and, and you see, mm-hmm. I mean, it hasn't happened for a while, but, you know, write-ups and that sort of stuff. And you go, oh, my God, and as soon as I see that sort of stuff. Yeah. And sometimes I, I don't do so well. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there's sometimes that pressure. And I think it's nice just to be able to go into a race and just enjoy yourself yeah. and, you know, just go there and have fun. Because sometimes you don't want to go there and have to run hard and you just want to experience it. without the pressure, running hard is, is still fun. Mm. Mm. Oh, you exactly. Know? Yep. Without the pressure, of, I have to run hard, mm. but I just want to run hard. Yeah. Yep. You know, that exactly. can still be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. And I think your goals change, like, as you get older and, you know. Not that we're old. No, we're not old, but, <laughs> you know, there's other young ones that can yeah, do that's that right. now. Yeah, they can, mm. they can take up that. Exactly. And, and do that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's funny. Your priorities change. They your do, you interest know. in different things change. And, and I don't think it's just age. It's also time spent doing but the sport. But also, too, like, we're 10 years in. And I go, honestly, I don't know many other... Well, I'm more than 10 years Well, you're in. more 10, but I go, yeah. I don't know many other people, females, who are probably still around from when we started. No, that's when you right. Think and you think it. that longevity, that's um, testament, and, I, and I'm not trying to be bragging, but testament mm. to our good training yes. uh, and and, exactly. and good lifestyle choices because mm-hmm. we've both um, had our children grow up whilst we're training. Yeah. I myself, my children were quite young when I was getting into it and I'm, you know, was representing Australia and travelling overseas, yeah. which was really, really hard yeah. to yeah. negotiate and, how to get that to happen everything. and to yeah. juggle everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no offence to the guys out there, but they don't really mm. understand oh, yeah. how it's difficult hard. it is. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, that it's, it's, you can't just go, well, I'm going off and doing a yeah, race. Yeah, see you later. Because a lot of men who have kids can do that. Yeah. Whereas women, it's, it's different even in these enlightened, mm. and I'm yeah. using air quotes here, enlightened days, it still falls to the yeah, woman to do yeah. everything. And it's the planning and preparation Yeah, it's and the plan. Oh, my and... God. I used to find it so mentally draining. Mm. Planning, because I would have to have, I would go away to Europe for two weeks and I'd have to have every meal in the freezer, everything planned, timetable written out, this is what the kids are doing, this is what's yeah, happening, they're yeah, going here, exactly. they're going there, they're doing this. It was yeah. so exhausting yeah. just getting that ready. Yeah. And then ringing every night and hearing the children cry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's tough. So we've had to grow through yeah. that and move through that. And, you know, there's a lot of people who, uh, who have babies and come mm-hmm. back and, mm-hmm. and do all their training. And, and it's great because they maybe have someone really supportive and helpful mm. and also in saying that it's, it's a lot easier when they're babies, you know. And it is quite interesting when you look back and go, we've been there and done Yeah, that. we've been there. Oh, my we, God. We yeah. survived. We and, survived. Actually, And there wasn't even videos. And no, there was nothing. I couldn't nothing post on Instagram, that. you know, about uh, going out for a run with my, you know. know. And so, you know, we just we just knuckled down mm-hmm. and we did it. Because you had to. You didn't because you had choice. to. And you didn't have quite the same support yeah. that's around these mm-hmm. days. I mean, I still think it's awesome that women are having babies and getting back into it. But, um, you know, it, it's one of those things that has been going on forever. And for women to be more involved in sport, we need more support mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And for people to see the value of women in sport and not just, well, well, if you can organise the kids, then you can go and do your sport yeah, kind of yeah, thing, yeah. you know. Mm. Um, and I think we are starting to see better things with that. Yeah. But um, certainly a lot more work needs mm. to be done there. Mm. And I think we both, 
did the hard yards in oh, that regard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, now we're footloose and fancy free. I, I just I just have to say, when I first, Izzy was my idol. When I first started running, it, it was all about Izzy. And oh, I go, really? Yeah, no. I go, she was like my idol. And then one day she spoke to me and I was like, oh, my God, oh. Izzy spoke to me. <laughs> really? Because I always yeah. thought you were such a better runner And then now me. I go, like, it's so nice. Oh, it's just, Izzy. And, and it's just Izzy. Yeah. But I go, yeah, when you look back and I go, the it's journey. It's funny, of, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I go, Izzy was my idol. and I can't imagine why because oh, I, no. you were, I you always were felt like such a faker. No, you were good. Yeah. Well, it's so were you. You were good. <laughs> I could still remember Great Ocean Walk. And um, because I came second at that, I forgot. Um, oh my god, whatever her name, she came first. Mm. She came down from Sydney, and and you came in third. And I can't. I remember thinking, oh my god, I beat Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, that's not possible. Oh I couldn't god, have beaten that's Nikki. So funny. Yeah. And it's funny because I thought you had been in racing longer than me, and yet yeah. I've been in racing longer than yeah. you. No, you were my idol when I first started. <laughs> I was oh, like, do good. you know Izzy? I was really? like, I know her, but I don't know her. I know who she is, but she doesn't talk to me. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, you weren't good enough. I'm sorry. I know, I know. I wasn't. I was like a nothing. So. Oh, what a lot of rubbish. No, well, it's you funny, you have taught me so much um, and uh, with, with the 24-hour track raising, and I'm getting Nikki to um, pace me for a portion of my FKT. Uh-huh. <clears throat> The road section because Nikki is so good. She's really supportive and she encourages without being mean. <laughs> and um, and she's really good on the flat roads, obviously. But like she'll encourage me. Okay, just run to that next person. I'll be whinging and sucking and carrying <laughs> on like a pork chop. She's but she just stays calm and yeah. So you're just amazing like that. So I have learned so much from you and gained so much from you. Oh, that's so good. you know, yeah. I think it's been a it's been a really good friendship. Yeah, think, it has you know, been a great friend. That, yeah, yeah, we are lucky, and it's yeah. you know, and it's. Um, it's interesting because certainly when I was in mountain biking, very male dominated, um, sport, you know, I had some girlfriends, but not so Mm. much and running when I first got into it, all I ran with were men because I didn't know any women that would run that much, you know, so it's been great to have another strong female to to run with and train with and to bounce ideas off. We don't even have to, Mm. we might not see each other for a couple Mm. of weeks. We're we're messaging and bouncing ideas and, you know. No, I totally agree. I say that to people all the time. I'm like, you're the only female I can run with. That's right. And and who understands it. So I think, you know, whether you're male or female, it's great to have that person in your life mm. that you can yep. share the experience with, whether it's your partner or whether it's a friend or, yep. you know, it can be a multitude of people, but there's so but I think much to be gained from that. In ultra, it's such a male-dominated sport. It and is. I was always the same, like you only ever run with guys. So yes. it's so nice to have a fit because we obviously talk about different stuff than That's when you go right. running with a guy. Yeah. So it's yeah. nice to have that, yeah. you know. Although you can burp more freely in front of the guys because that's normal. <laughs> Not that we burp, of course. Not that well, I, Nikki I don't. <laughs> anyway, we won't talk about Izzy. <laughs> I'm all styling, Grace. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, and it, it is different and, and, you know, as I think it's awesome to have and that's why I want to encourage more females to get into the mm. sport, you know, yeah. and, and in saying uh, that ultra running is a male-dominated sport like mountain biking was, when I was in mountain biking, the men were always super encouraging. Mm, and yeah. in ultra running, the men yeah, have all are. been super yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And um, it's awesome, but it is still nice to have yeah. women around. It is, exactly. Just because yeah. it's different. To, yeah, you, you know, know, conversation, everything. Yeah, and, it, and it's just, it is just different, you mm. know. Yeah. Mm. 
All righty, and on that note, shall we finish off? Sounds good to me. Thank you for being here for my 100th episode. And I think just a very free-flowing chat. I I said to Nikki when this started, I haven't written down any questions, (laughs) and I'm pretty sure this went for longer than 10 minutes. Well, you know we're both good talkers. Oh, yeah, especially with a couple of champagnes under our belt. I know. So what we'll do is we'll finish here and we'll finish the bottle. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) All right, well, thank you so much for joining me, and thank you, everybody, for joining us for the 100th episode of the Peak Endurance Podcast. Thank you. Bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed the 100th episode. Thank you for sticking with me for the development and growth of this podcast. It really is a labour of love that brings me a lot of joy when I hear that you get a lot out of it. If you have any ideas for future interviews or topics, please do let me know. Have a great run wherever or whenever that may be.